red wool coat. She looked all of seventeen. Still, I felt a lecture coming. She had that whole I'm the big sister vibe going on. Kels, I agree that Blake should have changed his plans, but are you really that surprised? You've told me yourself he's not the most sensitive guy. No, he wasn't. Blake Haskell might be model sexy and Mensa smart, but he wasn't overly adept at basic relationship etiquette 101. He wasn't the type to call when he promised, or to remember birthdays or anniversaries, or to pick me up after I'd had wisdom teeth removed. Learned that the hard way. And apparently he wasn't the type to postpone a vacation just because his girlfriend's grandmother had taken a tumble and landed in the hospital either. All of this I knew deep down, but I typically excused his behavior because he never meant to be thoughtless. He just was. At my non-response, Erin tilted her head with a half-supportive, half-patronizing nod, the one that happily married people love to bestow upon relationship-challenged single people because they secretly believe we are all sad and stupid and want to be them. Honey... Maybe it's time for an upgrade. I let that linger out there a moment, then adjusted my polka-dotted scarf just for something to do. Maybe, I mumbled. Probably. Very probably. Most definitely probably. I couldn't deny what she'd said. Over the last few months, I'd begun to wonder if my relationship with Blake had passed its expiration date, like a gourmet cheese that's been pushed to the back of the refrigerator. On the surface, it might look okay, but it was starting to smell suspicious and probably wasn't safe to eat. This latest incident was just another moldy spot, but I'd hoped a vacation might be just the thing to get us back to a better place. Maybe even take us to the next level? I mean, what woman doesn't harbor a secret fantasy about a marriage proposal on the precipice of some active volcano? Or was that just me? Either way, since Blake had gone on our romantic vacation without me, a surprise engagement was clearly not happening. Maybe it was time to face the Christmas music and admit my days with him were numbered. Like an advent calendar only without the mild anticipation and waxy chocolate. Truth be told, I had mixed emotions about the whole situation. I was not so much broken-hearted about Blake as I was frustrated that I'd missed out on my chance to visit Hawaii. Because at this point in my life, I needed a break from my soul-sucking job just as much as I needed a healthy relationship. And because breaking up with Blake was going to be complicated... We worked together. His office was right next to mine. And because Blake Haskell was also kind of, sort of, my boss. It hadn't started out that way, but his latest promotion had positioned him above me. In a manner of speaking. So ending things with him, if I decided that's what my heart really wanted to do, was going to require some diplomacy. Of course, I wasn't ready to tell Aaron any of this, because if I even hinted to her that I might become newly single, she'd have me fixed up with a friend of a friend of a friend before we'd even left the Christmas tree lot, 
and I was not about to spend the next three weeks trapped in my poor, broken-hipped granny's house while every Bell Harbor bumpkin just happened to stop by looking for a date. That's how things worked around here. Word traveled fast, and it's not that I was such an awesome catch, but winters in this town were frigid cold and the menfolk needed companionship. How much longer are you going to make me stand out here in this freezing weather anyway? I asked. All these trees look the same, just pick one. Erin squinted at me. She knew I was trying to change the subject, but oddly enough, she let me. A Christmas miracle. These trees are not all the same, she said. Artificial trees are all the same, cold and plastic and awful. But these trees each have their own shape, their own personality, because they're beautiful and alive. I rubbed my gloved hand.